0: Welcome to Aurora Facets Metaphysical Musings podcast. Justine here, and I'm joined with Christian, fellow healer. So, just like to ask you to relax back, get a cup of tea, and just imagine sitting in our metaphysical front room, um, enjoying a bit of a chin wag about all things esoteric. So, today I just want to talk about um, healing consciousness and the sense of empowerment and responsibility of the client's participation when they come for healing and how I generally work and what is sort of quite traditional within the healing environment is that a client will come in for healing there might be discussion that takes place and then there's some element of lying on the couch time where the healer will be channeling healing energy, using themselves as a conduit to uh, channel healing through to the parts that they're drawn to on the person that they're working with. And the client um, generally is lying there, having been sort of led into um, a nice meditative space, feeling nice and relaxed. And during the course of the session, might go off on journey, might in fact sleep, and might experience different sensations, colours, etc. But it's more of, um, there's there's not so much conscious, active participation on the client's part when they're having the healing. So what I generally tend to do is I feel it's very important that um, a client not o- only obviously enjoys a session, but walks out and goes back home with a sense of empowerment as to, what has actually happened and what tools can they use when they go home to help sort of bring them back to a place of balance if they feel themselves sort of having little triggers or down moments or various things in life that that can tend to knock us back a bit. And this brings me on to a, a healing method that I use called the healing mirror, which I use with clients that are slightly more experienced with having healing sessions and it requires a lot of active conscious participation so instead of lying down and going off and journeying and I'm doing all the channeling I will act like a mirror and this is where the client gets to really tap in with their intuitive and feeling senses as to what is going on with their body. And we create a discussion and a mirror with my hands where the client will actually direct me um, with relationship to where are they feeling the healing needs to take place and how are they getting those messages. So we all work in different ways. We might have purely physical sensations, heat, cold, tingling. We might see symbology. We might get um, images Um, colors. And we work sort of with that space in time of where that message has come up until we get, uh, well, the client gets a a feeling or a sense into it that the healing has taken place in that area, and then we'll move on to the next area. And what this is really great for is to help deepen um, the client's own sense of empowerment to facilitate healing within themselves and also listen to the messages and to deepen their intuition and to find out what is their core way of receiving those messages. So much like um doesn't have to just be within healing, but, but if you're working as a psychic or you're developing your your intuition in life, you will have sort of dominant ways of doing that. So through doing this healing, Um, It's a great way to sort of establish and deepen that relationship and kind of take more of the reins of your own sense of healing. But it all boils down to the clients being active in their own healing journey and really participating that not just at home when they leave, but during the healing session as well. So it's a very different energy. So I'm joined here by Christian. And would just like to maybe have your take on sort of client participation with healing and your thoughts on what i've just spoken about
1: i think client participation is incredibly important and without it it's not really going to work and the first important aspect in client participation is really the client actively choosing the healer so I had the opportunity to organize a few healing sessions for a well-known shamanic healer. And I had the situation where basically partner was there, was totally happy with with the healing and then dragged on her husband into it. And it's then really, the husband didn't have any intention to have a healing, but the wife said, oh, you need to have it and pushed him into the healing. And that's not going to work because you need to choose your healer. And if somebody's saying, oh, that's a great healer, or so on you go, and you have a not a great feeling, or you don't resonate with the person, then you should probably trust your intuition. So it really, the active part starts in really going out and connecting with something that resonates with you and finding finding that healer that really resonates with you. And really, that's not what somebody's saying, oh, that's a great person, or she's fantastic. Really. Try your own do your own research and look at their website look at their podcast and Twitter and see if that's a, if that person resonates with you and then go and uh, experience it firsthand
0: mm, no, I think that's really good and I've had that experience with um gift vouchers i'm not I'm not a huge fan of gift vouchers when it comes to one to one healing I think sort of the the sound bath it can tend to be a bit easier but with the one-to-one healing i i think again i mean there's two forms of of thought you're definitely right that the the person needs to it's a very personal journey that you're taking with somebody the client and healer relationship but also there there is uh if you are sort of closely connected with your soul tribe then then perhaps you you have more of a Uh, a better chance of making a good connection with whoever you're having your healing with that somebody in your soul tribe will hopefully sort of resonate and get on with that person. But yeah, I think it's a a very um, sort of mindful, conscious decision to make when you are sort of perhaps thinking about getting people or sort of encouraging them into having healing. Also, are they ready for it? That's another big... Another big question, that person might not be ready. But we digress slightly a bit from the importance of um, sort of taking active control and um, responsibility for your own healing is also on the therapist to also continue to give you the tools, the tool sets to help continue that when, you go home because all of it is ultimately about deepening your intuition and your relationship with your body. Because in modern day life, um, frenetic modern day life, we, we aren't often given the luxury or take the luxury for ourselves. It's not really a luxury, but the time to slow down and hear and sense and see and feel our body because there's so much to do and we're always in our heads and we become disconnected from our physical selves. I mean, lockdown changed that a little bit for some, but I think as humans, the way we are, it's very easy just to fall back into bad habits rather than remember the good things that we can bring for ourselves.
1: And I think also it's not just about the spiritual readiness and consciousness and so on. If you go for a healing session, it's also the active participation in being there on time, making sure that you know when it is and so on and follow up on the treatment plan because obviously you see quite often that people arrive late, they are not in the mind tight, they are still stressed and so on and they basically waste the first half an hour of their treatment session by calming down from their frenetic life and so on. And it's, it's just those more mundane things to really be ready for the healing and really set your environment to really support you in your healing session and, and so on. I think it's also incredibly important.
0: It is important. And I, I think in those kind of situations, that is a strong indicator of, you know, certain aspects that, that definitely need addressing and healing in that person, because it is active participation. Even if you are lying on the couch and, and enjoying it, it's not a tick box exercise where you just turn up, have a sleep, go home, um, because that, that's not active participation in healing whatsoever it is it is something that like you say you it's a mindful process a conscious decision to be a participant make a change for the better in your life and that actually starts the moment that you start searching for the right the therapist that you're going to connect with you start the wheel of healing is already taking place at that moment so yeah something to ponder and to think about. So thank you for joining us and we'll see you again for our next podcast. Take care.